This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, March 14th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Democrats wooed on USMCA. Brexit bedlam in UK. Study looks at impact of SNAP waiver crackdown. And AMS hears hemp comments. Lighthizer pushes for Democratic support for USMCA. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer met with House Democrats yesterday in what is expected to be the first of several meetings on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Beyond trying to sell the plan to replace the 24-year-old North American Free Trade Agreement, Lighthizer listened to many concerns Democrats have with the proposed pact and hinted changes could be made. That according to lawmakers who were in the meeting. He did indicate he was open to some suggestions. That the word of House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal speaking with AgriPulse. California Representative T.J. Cox stressed the importance of USMCA to farmers and ranchers who need to export their goods to Canada and Mexico, but also warned that Lighthizer will need to work with the majority of Democrats to get them in support of the trade pact. UK Parliament rejects Brexit without EU deal. The bedlam surrounding the UK's exit from the European Union intensified yesterday after Great Britain's Parliament voted to reject the prospect of leaving without an agreement with the EU. That vote came on the heels of a Tuesday vote to discard Prime Minister Theresa May's latest Brexit deal with the EU, prompting the immediate question of what the UK will do as the March 29 leave deadline is looming. The legal default in UK and EU law remains that the UK will leave the EU without a deal unless something else is agreed, May said after the vote. The onus is now on every one of us in this House to find out what that is. Parliament is now expected to consider postponing the March 29 deadline, but May said the EU would not accept that without an exit agreement. Further complicating the situation, May warned the EU would only accept the agreement that the British Parliament already rejected. The quicker the U.S. divorces itself from the EU, the quicker the U.S. and British negotiators can begin working on a free trade pact the Trump administration has already said that it wants. The U.S. ag sector hopes to sell a lot more grain, meat, and dairy to the U.K. if it agrees to cut its dependence on restrictive European tariff and non-tariff barriers. Study details impact of SNAP waiver crackdown. A new study provides a detailed look at the childless, non-disabled adults on SNAP benefits the Trump administration is trying to move into the workforce. Some 53 to 77 percent of these adults on SNAP benefits aren't meeting the 20-hour-a-week work requirement in 11 states and the District of Columbia that, according to the study conducted by the research firm Mathematica and funded by the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Illinois had the highest percentage at 77%. In agriculture, Secretary Sonny Perdue's home state of Georgia is at 66%. Purdue has promised a rule that would make it harder for states to get waivers from the work requirement. According to the study, 88% of these childless, non-disabled adults living in areas with waivers have household incomes at or below 50% of the poverty level. 
Hemp proponents highlight testing and transportation issues in webinar. Lab test, transportation, and marketing were on the minds of hemp supporters during a webinar held to provide feedback to USDA's Agricultural Marketing Service as it develops guidance and regulations to implement the Farm Bill's hemp program. Speakers from state agencies, tribes, companies, and hemp organizations urged AMS to provide clear guidance on testing methods. Kentucky Agriculture Commissioner Ryan Quarles said, We recommend USDA develop uniform THC testing standards and background checks that are consistent on a national level. Colin Moody, Executive Director of the Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance, said that law enforcement agencies are worried that transporting industrial hemp, quote, will be used to mask movements of other illegal drugs, including marijuana, with higher THC concentrations, putting an additional burden on law enforcement and making it even more difficult to effectively combat drug trafficking in the U.S. Courtney Moran, a lawyer in Oregon who worked with congressional staff to develop the Farm Bill's hemp provisions, said USDA, quote, needs to develop clear guidance for the transportation of hemp to discourage states and local law enforcement from interfering with shipments of hemp and hemp products. She also said hemp growers need to have access to financial services, recommending USDA work with the Treasury Department to develop guidance on the issue. Roundup jury takes more time to deliberate. The first half of the federal trial on Roundup is likely to end this week, but yesterday was not the day. The six-person jury deliberated all day but could not reach a verdict. If they find for Monsanto and conclude that exposure to Roundup was not a substantial factor in causing Edwin Hardiman's non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, then that will be the end of it. But if they find for Hardiman, the jury will then consider the question of liability and how much Monsanto, owned now by Bayer, would have to pay Hardiman. Listening session set on feral swine farm bill provision. The Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service and Natural Resources Conservation Service have scheduled a listening session for March 28th on a provision in the Farm Bill addressing feral swine. The bill provides $75 million in mandatory Commodity Credit Corporation funds to be split between APHIS and NRCS on feral swine eradication and control pilot program and allows USDA to provide direct financial assistance to producers to mitigate damage and to implement control activities. That session will be from 11 to noon. Here's today's He Said It. Today, we pay tribute to the men and women who expand opportunities for prosperity, economic development, and food security by cultivating the land across the country. That President Donald Trump in a proclamation declaring today, March 14th, National Agriculture Day. Well, that is Daybreak for this Thursday, March 14th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.